are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Open your Bibles with me to 2 Peter chapter 1. Now, we're going to continue on the subject that we started in the other session. We're talking about a working knowledge of the Word of God. It's one thing to know about the Word of God. It's one thing to know about something or about a computer or about an airplane that it can fly or will fly. But it's something else to have a working knowledge of it so you can operate it yourself. And God's Word is the most powerful thing in the universe today. It is capable of supplying every human need that there is on the face of the earth in these promises. So let's read from 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 2. Grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue whereby are by this means are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in this world through lust. Now, let me call your attention to the fact that God hath given, not going to one of these days. This is our inheritance in this life. It's not something that will come when we get to heaven. Now, there are many things that we'll enter into when we get to heaven that will be great and wonderful, yes, but these things are available to us here on the earth. All things that pertain to life and godliness on this planet are available to us today. How are they available? Through his exceeding great and precious promises. Now, notice twice in these verses he says through the knowledge of God. In other words, an exact knowledge a perfect understanding of the working of the Word of God and the will of God. In the Scriptures, we find that Jesus taught his disciples to pray that the will of God be done in earth the same as it is in heaven. Pray that the kingdom would come, that the will of God be done in earth as it is in heaven. Now, that is the will of God. Contrary to what most people believe today, it is the will of God for it to be on this planet earth now the same as it is in heaven. But because of sin and because that Adam sold the earth lease out to the devil and the devil became what the Apostle Paul called the God of this world, then in this interim time until the earth lease runs out, then sin has marred what God intended to take place on this earth. But you see, he gave Adam dominion over this planet. He gave mankind dominion over this planet. He said, subdue it and have dominion over it. Let us make man in our image after our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl there, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing. Thank God it's good news to just know you have dominion over creeps, isn't it? Every creeping thing. And when I read that and found out I had dominion over the fish of the sea, I got excited because I like to fish. And you know, I found out that God's word means exactly what it says. Sometimes we've taken some of this, as we might say, with a grain of salt. Well, you know, he said dominion over all the earth, but sometimes we just lose that, you see, in all of our everyday life. But um, when I got a hold of faith and confession and how important it was to do what God told Joshua to do, 
See, this is not a new message. It was given to the people in the Old Testament. God told Joshua, said, don't let the word of God or the book of the law, which was the word of God that they had in that day. See, that's all the word they had. He said, don't let the book of the law depart out of your mouth, but meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do all that's written therein. Then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. Then thou shalt have good success. In other words, it wasn't up to God to make them successful, but it's up to them to use the word of God to make their way successful. Now, if Joshua did what God told him to do, he made his way prosperous. If he didn't, he wouldn't make his way prosperous. And dear God, there's so many people today that think, well, you know, everything that happens to you in life is God's will for you. So you no need to fight it. I know I had one of our relatives said one time in the hospital, who was talking and said, well, you know, we just have to accept the things that come to us in life, don't we? She started nodding her head and I just hollered out loud, no, in the name of Jesus, we don't. And you know, she liked to lost her false teeth. I mean... <laughs> It sounds real religious, but it just simply wasn't true. No, you don't have to accept the things that come to you in life. There's some things you can change that come to you in life. And if we learn the working knowledge of the Word of God, we can have dominion on this planet over the part that you're operating on. You can have it in your home and in your situation. But we must have a working knowledge of that Word. And God gave mankind dominion over all the work of His hands. Well, how did God do that? We see that it says, God said, let us make man in our image and our likeness and let them have dominion. Well, now how are them going to have dominion? The same way that him had dominion. That is that God looked out in Genesis 1, 2, it says he looked out, he saw darkness over the face of the deep and it was covered with water. When he saw the darkness, he said, light. Now, if it had been some folks I know there, they'd have told God, you can't say that because it's dark out there. You've got to say it like it is. But God didn't say it like it was. He said it the way he wanted it. He spoke what he desired. And light came into being. Well, somebody said, I understand that, Brother Cass, but that was God. Well, maybe you can understand a little further over there where he said, let us make man in our image and let them have dominion. Mankind, you see, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing. Well, God never took that back. But you see, somehow we lost that. But God told Joshua, don't let the word depart out of your mouth. Meditate there in day and night. Observe, do all that's written therein. Then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. Then thou shalt have good success. But you have some people that say, oh, but success ruins people. Success will destroy you. Prosperity will destroy you. Well, that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says, Proverbs, prosperity destroys a fool. So you just located them, didn't you? See, we need to get rid of our stinking thinking. As Zig Ziglar says, get rid of it. Get our thinking in line with the word of God. Now, God said, then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt do wisely in all the affairs of life. Now, see, if you do wisely in all the affairs of life, you're not going to get off track, are you? But that's what he said. He said, you'll make your way prosperous. Then, after you've made your way prosperous, you'll do wisely in all the affairs of life. Didn't sound to me like prosperity would ruin him, did it? See, if you get prosperity by the way of the word, it won't ruin you. It's when you go at it by greed and seeing dollar signs and seeking after things that it can destroy you. Yeah, it could destroy an individual. You see, there's people can get killed on a bicycle. You can get killed walking down the stairs. 
But you see, that doesn't necessarily mean you are. So what God has given us in his word is a way to approach life and to be successful in life. And that is by doing it by the way of the word. So if we gain an operating knowledge of the word of God. So here in Second Peter, he says, whereby are given to us exceeding great and precious promises. Now, we talked about this in the other session, that faith is a substance of things hoped for, it's evidence of things not seen. Well, somebody said, if God's given us all these things, why don't we have them? Because faith is a substance of them. Where do you get the faith from? From the word itself. Genesis 1 and verse 11 and 12 gives us what I call the law of Genesis. It says, everything produces after its kind. Everything produces after its kind. The seed is in itself. So the seed... God's word is spoken of as the seed. The promise has in it the ability to cause the manifestation of it in your life. The seed is in the promise itself. Now what is the seed? It's the substance of the thing. If I plant soybeans, that soybean seed is the substance of what I desire. See, it knows how to produce it. I don't have to fast and pray that that soybean seed don't know what to do when you put it in the ground. It knows what to do. It's pre-programmed to produce after its kind. That's all it knows to do. It won't produce anything else. And that soil can't say, well, we're not going to raise soybeans this year. We're going to raise cucumbers and bananas. No, you can't do that because the soil does not decide what is to be raised. The seed determines what the harvest will be. Are you with me? So then the word of God is the incorruptible seed. And Jesus said the kingdom of God is if a man cast the seed into the ground. So the seed of God's word being incorruptible will never fail. But what you do with that seed or what you don't do with it or how you take care of it after it's planted may determine whether or not you get a harvest or not. Now sometimes people just plant a seed, you know, or say a lot of things and just go off and leave it. What will happen if you plant your garden and just leave it to fall? It will grow up. And the weeds will choke it. You can't leave it up to God. You've got to do what the Word says to do about it. You've got to get the thorns out. You've got to get the stones out. You've got to water it. You've got to fertilize it. You've got to tend to it. And then eventually you'll have a harvest. But there will be no harvest unless you plant the seed. What is the seed? The word of God says in Mark the fourth chapter, the sower soweth the word. And where does he sow it? He sows it in the heart. What is the heart representative of? It's where the kingdom is. The kingdom of God's if a man cast the seed into the ground. It forces the earth to produce. Now notice you can have seed in the earth, but if the soil is dry, it will not produce. You could also have seed and water But if you don't have any light, you won't have any production. You must have seed, water, soil, and light to produce. I'm glad you joined us for the broadcast today. Before we leave the broadcast, I'll remind you that all of this week we have a CD offer number 7311. That's 7311. It's called Authority and the Anointing. Three CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling. It'll be a blessing to you. Authority and the anointing. In Hebrews, the second chapter, the scripture says, What is man that thou art mindful of him, or the son of man that thou visited him? Notice talking about man and the son of man. 
Thou madest him a little lower than angels. Thou crownest him with glory and honor, and didst set him over the work of thy hands. Thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet, for in that he put all things in subjection under him, he left nothing that was not put under him. But now we see not yet all things put under him, but we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than angels. Now, actually, the word here for angel is Elohim. It's not angels at all. It's a little lower than God's for the suffering of death, for crowned with the glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. Now, this is important to understand. When you read Genesis, the first chapter, you find that God said, let us make man in our image and our likeness and let them have dominion. If you don't know you have dominion, the devil's going to run over you roughshod. You have to know what dominion you have and the authority that you have and know that Jesus healed because he was anointed with the Holy Ghost and healing power. But, you see, we have authority, but if we don't have the anointing, we cannot do things that Jesus did. But we have access to that same anointing. So what we need to realize is that God created man in his image and gave them authority over all the work of his hands, Psalm 8 reveals. But if you don't know that you have authority, then you don't operate in that anointing because there is anointing that goes along with that. And Jesus was the man that showed us how it would work on this earth. Now, this will give you insight into how to operate in these truths. That's offer number 7311 for a total of $27. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescapps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.